Welcome to Coming Up for Air. I'm Emma, your host for the podcast, and together we'll allow ourselves to just unfurl and be our whole selves, creating more and more spaciousness in our hearts, in our bodies, in our minds, in our deeper selves and spirits, um, to hold the whole of us and the whole of life. We'll go down the path, the winding, narrow path that passes rainbows and butterflies and big grassy hills and also goes through storms and lightning and dark forests. We'll go through it all together and let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to Coming Up For Air. Um, I just want to start this episode by checking in and seeing how everyone's doing. Even though I can't hear your responses back, I guess I'll just share a little bit of what I'm feeling right now. Um, I'm recording this episode on February 7th, I believe, um, 2024. And I've talked about this in previous podcasts, and I'm in the northern hemisphere of the world, so I'm going through winter right now. And it's a theme for the earth, hence it's a theme for humans as well to go through wintering and then when spring comes a rebirth in our physical bodies and our energy levels um in the way that we're more external rather than internal and just within us um maybe mental processes habits beliefs different parts of us activating different parts of us dying there's a lot of death and rebirth happening right now in the northern hemisphere um but i also feel like i've i listened to like jenna zoe Um, who works in human design and uh, a few astrologers who talk about how 2020, like the next few years, like 2026, 2027, there's going to be, we're kind of like gearing up for massive transformation in our society and the collective in general and on individual levels as well. So I know, like, I don't know much about why, but it feels like for a lot of people, like, who I'm in relationship with, with myself, that 2024 is a year that people are going to be, it's like almost my heart just like came online when I said that. It's like stepping out, showing yourself, like stepping into like more of your role, activating different parts of yourself. And with that, letting go of other parts of yourself, that kind of take you farther away from walking down that path of who you are and the work that you're meant to do in the world. Um, so I feel that for this year, but right now it feels like such an, like an incubation period. It feels like a time where there's so much transformation happening. Like I feel it on individual levels. I feel it like with me, I feel it in my close relationships, like we'll we'll talk about it. And I also feel it just at work, like interacting with people, 
day to day, but not really talking about that directly, but seeing people transform and change and go through kind of, um, just, it feels like a little, feels like people are letting go of parts of themselves and some are letting go, kicking and screaming. Some are totally just surrendering and trusting. There's some in between. I I would say I'm more in between. Um, For the past few years, I've definitely been kicking and screaming, but right now I'm definitely surrendering a little bit more. But there are obviously still parts of me that are so resistant to death in many different forms. But that's yeah, that's something that's very, um, yeah, like, okay. It's okay to feel fear surrounding death and being open in the rebirth and in the unknown and in like a void. But, um, yeah, so I just wanted to check in because I feel this happening. And it's almost like the point in winter where like, okay, so January started and people have like a little bit of like pep in their step from it being like the new year and getting off of the holidays and just like the the newness of things, of change was still in the air and people were still kind of thriving off of it or kind of being high on that. But as things start to settle it's feeling like that time in the winter where it's like, I feel like I'm like dragging my feet a little bit and I'm like, okay, when will spring come physically and metaphorically meaning like, okay, when can I, like, I, it's not necessarily when, but it's like, I, I'm itching to get there and I'm having trouble being where I'm at. So I wanted to, um, just bring that into the space as well. Um, Yeah. So I actually, I'll just talk a little bit about this. I was going to talk about it at the end, but it feels like a good time to talk about it. I um, am very familiar with the transformation process and the process of internal like alchemy of like death and rebirth. I've been through big, like many different chunks of years of my life have been different people but embodying different parts of life kind of different fragments of life and coming into more wholeness eventually I feel like as I near the end of my life and as I get older and older and older like way down the line hopefully um I'll have like a more whole perspective and a whole embodied sense of experiences and my name Emma means whole so that has been helpful for me in kind of like understanding my past experiences. Um, anyway, I know what it's like to completely get underneath something and unearth it and then, yeah, like fully pull the roots out and then stick new seeds into that same depth at which I pulled those roots out from. So I basically am getting more familiar with the process. I'm having 
different relationship with the process. Um, but yeah, I will be launching something this Friday surrounding transformation and the death and rebirth process because I feel myself going through a, a big one right now and I see people around me going through like a a big one, meaning like I feel like this is the one where the rebirth is so is has been an, an accumulation. It's going to be really new and like embodied of what um of what the past has meant and given. Like it'll be almost like a gift for things endured in the past. I don't know if that's um how the universe works, but that's what it feels like basically. Um like karmic but in a good way anyway um yeah so it's going to be a container of 10 people there are i'm gonna it's like launching on friday february 9th um but yeah there are eight spaces remaining and it's gonna be like a five-week container basically it's going to be 10 people coming together every week over zoom and each um week there's going to be a different theme surrounding the death and rebirth process and of transformation so it's going to be um there's kind of, i've noted this time around there's kind of like a sequence that i mean everyone's process is different but there's a there's a theme that people will orbit around, but orbit around in different ways. So each week it's going to be a different theme. We're going to come together, learn about it, do some exercises around it, share our experience. But most importantly, we're going to create an energetic container and an energetic circle of us all intending to walk through this like labyrinth and come out the other side. Um in some sort of rebirth, basically. Um, so it's going to start on February 26th and it's going to end the last like, uh, thematic week will be March, March 18th. Um, which is just in time for, I think the spring equinox is that week. And then also airy season starts that week. I think the 21st. So it's perfect for like, at the end, the intention is rebirth. So it's perfect for right in line with the earth and the cosmos representation of rebirth. So that's like a beautiful alignment. Um, and then after that, there's going to be just one last meeting of integration so that we can all kind of like integrate what we've, how we've transformed and settle into it. But basically that's going to be it. There's more like details. There's going to be an application as well. I'm going to post it on my Instagram, um, at Emma Barbara. I'm going to send out some emails, do some other promo stuff. But if you're interested, um, DM me, I'll send you more information. Um, and I'll send you the application as well to apply. Um, it's not going to be like a long application, but just like a short little filtration process. Um, and then, um, yeah, it's, I, I think 
the main intention is coming together in community because when you come together to surrounding an intention that's the same we all might have different ways we want to rebirth but that's the intention when you work together in that group it accelerates the process it lifts you up and holds you when you can't hold yourself anymore and it's this process is so not easy death on any form you need community you need people to lean on and people to hold you and and just have you held in an energetic kind of like circle and an energetic hold that when you can't hold up anymore there will be other people and other energies and souls and spirits and everything holding you up um so yeah there's going to be more information about that but i just wanted to pop that in um felt like a good time so yeah it's going to be called preparing for bloom and yeah there's that so and I'm going to be one of the people um, in the container as well. I'll be like guiding it and facilitating it, but I'll also be in it with you guys. Um, but yeah, so that's that's that. Um, so as the collective kind of definitely goes through this, I'm getting like images of like when you sift through soil and you like pick up soil from the bottom and you like um and you say you like put something on the top of soil and you go from the you go in with your hands to the bottom of the earth and then you kind of like you till it you bring the bottom to the top so that you can get whatever seeds like sifted all the way through it's going to be like homogenous throughout it's also like when you are mixing like bread or flour with water you like lift up from the bottom the flour and then you like fold it over and you keep on doing that until it gets an even mix that's kind of like what I feel is happening is like it's not necessarily conscious or anyone's intending to do it but I think that if you're on a path of transformation in this time there is like a part of your spirit or a part of the collective that's reaching down into you and sifting all of the stuff that hasn't been mixed um maybe stuff from the past or stuff that hasn't been like integrated or things that need to kind of be brought up to kind of get aeration again throughout the body or the system <sighs> i feel like often when you go through transformation there's a lot of unknown involved, especially unknown towards self because you're becoming something new. And maybe it's not new, but maybe it's someone, some part of yourself that you've not connected with in a while or maybe had never connected with, but it's always been there. It's like a more true part of yourself. Because um, also like, when you start to go through transformation and when you do transform, I remember when I went through a big transformation my junior year of college. Previously, I was like going out five nights a week, 
drinking a lot, like, uh, in relationships, like, always in a relationship, um, always, like, surrounded by people, um, like, kind of avoiding myself in many different ways. Um, and then I went in and I wasn't avoiding myself anymore. And that was kind of like the cocoon stage. And then you transform. And I remember feeling I never felt more like myself, but I also was so different to who I once was. And many people like would comment on how much I'd changed and, um, and I would feel also like almost unrecognizable, but deeply seeing myself. Um, so I just wanted to point that out because I feel like when you, when like the external world and even you look at this, this emerging part of yourself as you've transformed and it seems kind of unrecognizable, it it seemed that way because prior to that transformation you were someone far from your truer truer deeper self and that makes a lot of sense because our society in the west in the united states specifically and going even zooming in even more in my upbringing it was I, it's just very easy in this culture, in this society, in even family units to just get further and further away from yourself. Like, think about the food that we eat. It affects us on physiological, biological levels that where bodies are always having to protect ourselves from the food that we eat. So it's not bringing us into connection with our body. It's it doesn't have space for that. It's basically fighting off things that are that we're feeding it. It's just so there's that aspect. And then there's culturally we're um watching TV while we eat. We're watching shows and movies that promote codependency. Um we're being told that focusing on ourselves is selfish, but then we're also being told that we need to do everything by ourselves. We can't lean on community and doing so makes us weak and we won't get far if we don't push past our own boundaries and we can't follow our heart. It's crazy. It's this, that. Like, There's so many things in our lives in our culture that set a precedent for us that that at least like condition us to not have a close relationship with ourselves or not know ourselves too well or allow like the truer part of ourselves to bloom basically so when you transform and you're like becoming a part you're allowing those parts of yourself to bloom it can feel really right and that's kind of how you know it's like if you feel like you're getting closer to yourself that is a good sign 
But if you also feel like you don't recognize yourself and that might scare you, just know that there's like a big aspect of conditioning that once conditioned us to um, feel safe living farther away from our truer selves and our truer expression. So, yeah, like, um, I was talking to my therapist the other day and she was saying, like, and I agree and I feel this so much. She was basically saying, like, nothing is inherently right or wrong. And Jen and Zoe talks about this, too. Nothing is inherently right or wrong. Like, watching TV while you eat is not inherently right or wrong. Like, all the things that I mentioned isn't inherently right or wrong. But if you find that it brings you farther away from yourself, it might not be the a good fit for you. If you find that it brings you closer to yourself, then that might be a good fit for you. And that also might change. But no one knows, no one can tell you what's right or wrong for you. And it's sometimes hard to even know for yourself what's right or wrong or even placing those binaries on your behavior or on the things in your life might not be helpful for you either. Um, but when I say right or wrong, it's like not necessarily that it's moral, morally charged. It's more so like what feels right for you, what feels and it's and when I say what feels right for you, it's like what helps you feel closer to yourself, what gets you more in touch with your heart, what gets you feeling energized, what helps you feel tender, what helps you feel held by yourself, like those types of things. Um, and you're not always going to feel that way. And I'm not saying that if you don't feel that way, you're on the wrong path because life is life also. Like you're going to feel confused. You're going to feel like you're making choices that are bringing you farther away from yourself. You're going to feel like things hurt and are murky and muddy. And that might still mean that you're you're doing fine and you're doing you're going the right way. Like just because something's hard and causes confusion doesn't mean that it's not right for you. It just might mean that you're going through a process that once told you one thing and now you're learning it in a different perspective and you're unlearning something too. So (laughs) yeah, there's a, there's kind of like a lot to consider, I guess, as you grow, but I, I am more of a, um, introspective person and I ask a lot of questions and I've learned that for me, settling into the spaciousness of not knowing and not asking and not needing the answers is so much more helpful for my growth than um trying to figure everything out and have everything make sense because it just doesn't most of the time so Yeah, as you go through this process of transformation and of kind of feels a little confusing and murky right now, at least for me, the things that I'm unlearning and processing and stuff like that. And I also have heard from many people in different ways, like Jen and Zoe, some astrologers that like you're going to want to develop a spiritual practice 
or something that grounds you internally because the rest of the world around you will become more and more ungrounded and more airy and more fluid and flowing but like to ground yourself internally will help help you in navigating this energy i think it has to do with like the age of aquarius but yeah so how do you come home to yourself how do you come home to yourself in moments through practices and then also just in tidbits throughout the day sometimes it can be easier to feel in confusion sometimes it can you it's you don't necessarily want to connect with yourself there can be a blockage of that which is something that i experience so yeah it's not necessarily like i don't know how it's that there are actual things that come up when you connect to yourself um it's like this is also a thing is like when you're learning how to embody more of yourself and come home to yourself around different people it's so important to also learn and develop the sense of like okay well this is like this is my expression this is who i am and this is how i'm showing up and you can communicate that as well if it's like a relationship that you feel close to but if it's like if you're literally just showing up and people have their own expression and response to that like that is their own thing and it's also like it's also okay for people to have that expression and that reaction it's something within them that they can choose to look at they choose to process through they can do whatever they want with it but it doesn't really have to do with you so that's important to also kind of remind yourself of like you're standing in yourself and you might not know who you are. You might not know who you're changing into. You might not like you can go, you can be going through a transformation where you're conscious that you're changing and, and rebirthing into something, but also you can show up differently every day and not necessarily have control over that. So it's also about allowing yourself to not to, to loosen the grip you have on yourself and the way that you express and who you show up as um because and not like hold yourself to this way of being if like it's not good or bad if you show up in different ways like no one stays the same and yeah so I just wanted to put that little tidbit in there because yeah who you are will change day to day um so don't hold yourself back from being and even like experimenting with this energy you feel. Maybe you feel like being a little bit more talkative, being a little bit more direct, or maybe you feel like standing back a little bit or whatever you might feel like. Just allow yourself the space, the allowance to just just get to know yourself, get to know every angle of yourself, you know? Um I just want to share that when I first started to draft this episode, the thing that came into my mind was this quote that I had on my wall during that time of transformation, my junior year of um, college and senior year. It said, you can always come home no matter how long you've been away. And it was 
a picture of the heart space with like a door to it and many different heart like opening the door to many different layers of your heart and that's something that I've always found to be true is that there are many times that I turn away from myself historically and I for long periods of time um and it's not something that I want to really continue but I it's 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 true that your heart will always be there for you maybe you'll have to graft a little bit and get on its good graces again build trust whatever it is but your heart will always be there literally no matter what you've done no matter who you've been no matter how long you've been away from it um you can always like come home to it and also through that quote i also thought of like families of like um because i'm part of a big family who's mostly on the east coast um no they're all on the east coast um and there there are there are a lot of families who are like even like noah kahan's song about um you're gonna go far the song talks about how like you're gonna go far if you go far so just go and yeah like your family will always be there like home will be there in a sense like whatever home means to you it's the people who are home to you the the, the parts of yourself or of life like you can always come home basically and like yeah um when i say like coming home too it's like you come home to yourself the truest part of yourself your heart the deeper part of yourself whatever you resonate with um and then like it's also like saying like you're coming home to life as well you're coming home to more truth um and i feel like they're all representations of the same thing life truth your heart like at at the deepest level behind all of the perceptions behind behind everything they're all kind of the same thing to me and that's just truth they're just manifestations of life in different forms so i do believe that you can always come home and that will look different everyone's journey will look different that coming home that arrival will look different maybe there isn't one arrival maybe there's many different small arrivals that make up a whole and you don't even realize it until you look back it's just different for everyone but I, I do believe that you can always come home and yeah also like when there's like a quote by Ram Dass that says we're all just walking each other home and I don't know what that home is I think he's referring to death um and maybe death is also life and truth and us so it's all like one and the same but we are we all have a connection to home even if we don't feel like we even have a home on this planet there is something that feels like home deeply and you can always go there and amidst times when you feel like you don't know what that is to you um you don't know what you can't really trust yourself to like know what feels 
like right for you. Um, and maybe there's just too much noise like externally and internally for you to even think about any of the things that I'm saying or be with any of these kind of frameworks. I feel like also through transformation as well, like when you don't know who you are, you can't, it's hard to get anywhere that feels like home, that feels like truth, that feels like you truly through the mind. Like I know there's a place for the mind and I'm not discounting the mind totally. It's just like it's so unbalanced in our society that so much it's like seven more like 80% of our lives most of our lives are run through the mind through the lens of the mind through how the mind projects the past onto the present and onto the future and like it doesn't leave much space for life to bring you down different roads and new roads um and show you what's possible for you it doesn't it doesn't leave much space for truth um but yeah i think the easiest place to start if you're just like emits a lot of confusion or emits like a lot of chatter and noise it's not to for me at least like because there there's definitely time and space for um sitting with what's coming up and being with everything and there's definitely time and space for meditation and going into and feeling the pain and feeling the confusion and feeling out of control and but sometimes that can be a lot especially if we're already feeling like all jibber jabber and I think that asking yourself to do that is kind of a big ask and maybe that just perpetuates avoidance in a sense because you don't you're you don't have capacity to do that. So something that really helps connect with your senses and it helps you bring yourself into the now and it's also you might have a lot more capacity to be with things that are pleasant like candles that smell good, taking a shower or a bath washing your hair, putting on a face mask, laying in the grass, um, uh, like touch, um, feeling the sun, um, dancing, playing guitar, baking like a decadent, healthy, beautiful dessert or really nourishing meal, um, eating chocolate, like drinking tea, reading a book, getting in bed, putting on a heating pad, like those things that bring you pleasure, um, that can be so helpful in first just getting space from this trauma vortex. You slowly move towards the pleasure vortex and it just opens up capacity within your whole system to even then come back and meet the trauma or meet the fear or whatever you're experiencing um with more capacity and with more of an anchor to things that can help you if it gets too hard being there um so that's like a really that also relates like okay if you don't know who you are if you don't know where you're going like go with the body go with 
what feels good um because you don't need to figure out anything right now um and the more that you feel like you need to that's just more of the mind and it's more of ego and more of that rushing and urgency when if you don't know the answers now you probably aren't supposed to know the answers so just being with who you are right now where you're at what you like right now get to know yourself a little bit more write yourself a letter write the people you love a letter like just think about who you love pet your cat be in love like it's watch a show even if the show even if you kind of know that technology is bringing you farther away from yourself introduce it with okay so i'm gonna watch a show but i'm going to also put on warm lights and get like a really cozy blanket and make popcorn and just don't shame yourself for being for avoiding like bring in things that kind of honor where you're at and in a way show yourself like okay you're kind of struggling right now and you're the tough love isn't working so let's bring in some things that um that kind of show you through acts of service and I'm here for you like you're talking to yourself right now but like I'm here for you in the fear that I know you're experiencing from going towards the fear like that can be an avoidant behavior is basically fear of the fear fear of experiencing some sort of fear or hurt whatever but it's like meeting yourself having and getting to know yourself like okay yeah I see that you're avoiding I see that you're confused I see that you want answers I see that whatever and it's like okay well we don't need to figure anything out right now like and all that that I see is okay like I know that that is there for a reason I know that that developed for some reason or maybe it's just what you're experiencing now you don't really need to get into it or know why but let me just be with you and how can I be with you in a way that you can that through me being with you you can also be with yourself start small um and just like honor honor the transformation because death of different parts of you death of anything is not linear and you need to just show love to yourself and those those ways of coping basically um but yeah you'll you'll you might be surprised that by doing those meeting yourself where you're at actually helps you develop a deeper relationship with yourself and come home even further to to yourself than like meditation sitting down on a cushion and forcing yourself to to move beyond your capacity would because everything's a relationship so if your relationship with yourself is motivated by you're not doing enough and where you're at isn't okay like it's not gonna be a good relationship it's just not gonna be one that you really want to be in and i was watching something last night 
that said, like, you are with yourself all the time. Like, there's never been, there's never been, like, a meal that I went to that I wasn't there at. There's never been a kiss that happened in my life that I wasn't a part of. You know, like, you'll always be there. Like, you are always with yourself. So, just, yeah, and... It's kind of a strange thing to always be with yourself, but then have to like feel like you need to come home to yourself because we just might be avoiding ourselves all the time. But yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot, but I just wanted to pop this in while everyone who's listening to this probably is experiencing their own transformation. And if it's murky right now, I hope that these like gentle ways of getting in there to yourself are helpful. Um, and yeah, I feel like ease is just, it's a beautiful way to move, I guess for me at least. But yeah, thank you for coming today and listening and showing support. It is, it it means a lot. It's kind of crazy to me that there are so many people like showing support, but I appreciate all of it. And, um, yeah, continue to let me know how it's resonating and yeah. And how your own transformation processes are going. Like I, I'm very curious about that. Um, and if you're interested in being held in a container with other people going through their processes of transformation um, and like accelerating your bloom and et cetera. That's definitely, it's, it's so interesting. I'm really excited actually to be in this space with whoever is meant to be in the space because I know that the energies of whoever come and whoever mixes all together is going to be like it's going to influence my energy as well like it's it's we're all going to influence each other and it's going to be an interesting cauldron and I'm excited to experience it so yeah I'm going to launch that tomorrow um but you can you can check out my instagram at emma barbara or um tiktok which is the same thing and then coming up for air dot podcast on instagram and tiktok and if you want to get like emails for future things going on you can go to my website and subscribe there or just dm me um but yeah i hope that this was maybe something that you guys needed to hear and i I'm with you while everyone's coming back home to their hearts over and over again throughout their lives. So thanks for coming again and I'll see you guys next time.